Hello and welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. This is a podcast to help you find peace with food and overcome disordered eating. And I'm Harriet Frew, aka the Eating Disorder Therapist. And I'm so excited to share with you all kinds of stories, tips, information and guest interviews to help you on your journey in finding peace with food. So thank you so much for listening today. Now today I have two guests on the show. I don't think I've ever had two guests before. So I have Merit Elizabeth Stale and Sarah Lee, both certified eating disorder coaches and co-founders of Conquering Bulimia. Now Conquering Bulimia is the only intensive, private, self-paced online course with expert interviews and personal bulimia recovery stories. So let's just talk a little bit about both of our guests today. So Merit Elizabeth provides virtual eating disorder recovery coaching services to adolescent and young adult women around the world. She's a graduate of Southern Methodist University, where she also earned a Master of Science in Health Promotion Management. She holds a certification in eating disorder recovery from the Carolyn Costin Institute. Merit utilizes her own shared recovery experience to provide compassionate recovery care and empower her clients to a life of health and wellness. And Sarah Lee is a certified eating disorder recovery coach with four professional certifications, including one from the esteemed Carolyn Costin Institute. Since 2016, she has run a private practice currently located in Dallas, Texas, assisting clients globally along with mentoring newer coaches. Specializing in adolescence and offering a faith-based approach, Sarah leads with her heart whilst passionately dedicating herself to each individual she has the honor to walk beside. Sarah's ultimate goal is to help each find the same freedom and gift of recovery she found herself 17 years ago. So I am really looking forward to chatting with Meredith and Sarah today. We're going to explore their own bulimia recovery stories talk about what brought them together to co-create their Conquering Bulimia course. And we will then delve into their expertise, understanding what really helps in bulimia recovery. And as listeners, you will gain some valuable insights and recovery tools to help you on your journey. Let's get to the conversation. As I was saying, today I have two very special guests on the show, and I have got Merit Elizabeth and Sarah Lee all the way from Texas. So Merit and Sarah, welcome to the Eating Disorder Therapist podcast. Hello. Thank you so much for having us, Harriet. Hi, Harriet. I'm so happy to be here with you. Oh, so I'm very excited, actually, because I've never had two guests on in one go. (laughs) So super (laughs) excited. (laughs) And as I was saying in the intro, and Merit and Sarah have recently put together a Conquering Bulimia online program and are kind of sort of working together to develop this and offer this wonderful course to the world. And both of them have sort of come to working in this field from their own sort of personal experience of recovering from eating disorders. Before we sort of launch into all of that, um, firstly, Merit, can I get you just sort of to introduce yourself to the listeners? And we'll come to your recovery story like a little bit further in. But if you can just like say a little bit about yourself, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. My name's Merit. I am a CCI certified eating disorder recovery coach. So certified by the Carolyn Costin Institute. And this is my full-time job, helping others achieve full recovery kind of the way I did. So I'm super excited to share my recovery story and be here and talk to you about conquering bulimia too. Lovely. Thank you, Merit. And Sarah, can I get you to introduce yourself? 
Of course. Yes. My name is Sarah. Obviously, I am also certified by the CCI Institute, Carolyn Costin Institute. Also, I hold four total certifications, so three by other institutions. And I've been in private practice, Harriet, since 2016. And my passion is unwavering of why I do what I do. And that is really to help people to full recovery. I have a very intense approach and dive all in with my clients. <laughs> so with that said, I do only take on a select number at a time. And I'm so excited to be here, share my story, hopefully spread some inspiration and hope today and also talk, like Merritt said, about conquering bulimia. Fantastic. Yeah, well, welcome both of you. So Merritt, can I firstly hear a little bit from you about sort of your own recovery story from bulimia? Yeah, I'd love to share. So I struggled with bulimia all throughout my adolescence and throughout my college years before achieving full recovery. For my recovery, it looked a little bit different, I would say, than the stereotypical recovery. I really found recovery through alternative methods of healing. So breath work, meditation. I really focused more on my spirituality, more on a holistic approach in terms of achieving full recovery. Once I did find full recovery, I went on to work in the fashion industry in Los Angeles. And there I started to peer mentor other young women with eating disorders. And I realized that was really my true calling in life. I packed up all my bags and I moved back to Dallas, Texas, where I am now. And I reached out to Sarah, who was a recovery coach, obviously. And I really just said, you know, what's a recovery coach? And that's how we met. That's how we got to know each other. I don't know if you want me to go into all of that now, but that's a good story too. Okay. Well, now, do you know, I'd love to hear a bit more about that in a minute. But can I just ask you, Merit, as well? Like you said, you took sort of an alternative route in a way. Mm -hmm. like, did you sort of try conventional therapy or like the more conventional routes and found that just didn't work for you? I did try the more conventional routes. And I think it worked for me for a time. But then I realized in order to go all the way, in order to really get to full recovery, I needed to pursue that on my own on different terms. Of course, once I was in a healthier place to do so. Mm, sure. And interesting for you, Merritt, that obviously you went off to work in Los Angeles in the fashion industry. And I can imagine, mm -hmm. was that like really challenging in eating disorder, like early stages of recovery? So I was actually in later stages. I would say I was fully recovered by then. So it wasn't challenging. And my clients always ask me if anything they say triggers me or if that period of time was triggering to me. But it wasn't. I think that once you are in a place where you're full recovered, nothing can really be triggering to you anymore. Mm, sure. Well, that's fantastic to hear. And I think it's important for many people, isn't it? I think the sort of spiritual dimension and accessing mm -hmm. some of these other modalities beyond traditional therapy. So I think just really great to hear that from you. And I think just validating for many people listening as well, because I think we do have to follow our own path, don't we? And kind of doing what society tells us is going to fix us doesn't always necessarily work. And we've all got our own unique path, I guess, to finding that recovery place. Yeah, thank you for sharing. Yeah, I completely agree. I think we all have to find what speaks to us most in recovery. Mm. Yeah, no, here, here. Okay, so Sarah, can we hear a little bit about your story, please? 
Yes. And Merritt and I, we have a shared story in a lot of ways, Harriet, but with a little bit of a different flavor. (laughs) And so as coaches, we both believe, as she was just saying, in finding your own unique journey and being okay with your path looking different. For me specifically, I struggled with bulimia for about seven years in my 20s. After I had my son at 22 years old, I started dieting for the first time in my life, found my way to Weight Watchers and became very restrictive. And that launched me into bulimia. After my health started to decline, most people didn't even know I struggled. I was very high achieving at a very young age. My career took off in the banking industry of all things, Harriet. (laughs) It was definitely a secret, but I started to have some health complications and really it scared me because I was a mom and I loved my career and I knew I was about to pay a price for this secret eating disorder. So for me, after a scary moment of being rushed to the hospital, I literally fell to my knees and for the first time in my life, asked God to help me. Like Merit has a story of spirituality, I do as well. And for me, it was about surrendering to the Lord. And I had a peace come over me. Harriet. And then I went into recovery and recovery for me looked like I found a therapist who was amazing. She worked outside of her home. I had like this little side garage and I saw her for a while and really was able to overcome the actual overt behaviors. And then I found again, similar to Merit, an alternative path for me, it was more self-paced after that. I found a ton of healing around food and my body image on just self-discovery and self-learning. Just learning about nutrition in general healed me so much, like surrendering my life over to the Lord, but also having this nutritional science component is what really took me like the distance. After my mom passed away, I was about 10 years strong in my recovery. She passed away, Harriet, from weight-related issues. She struggled with her weight all her life, and at 61, she passed away. And I just had this calling that, hey, I've made lots of money. I've had a great career. I've been blessed in all those ways. There's more. There's something else I'm supposed to do. Never in a billion years did I think I'd be in the world of mental health and helping people with eating disorders, but it found me (laughs) and here I am with four certifications and been helping people for seven years now and 17 years recovered from myself for bulimia. Oh, thank you so much, Sarah. And I'm really sorry to hear about the loss of your mom because they're young these days, isn't it? 61. Yes. Thank you. It was, of course, very difficult, but she had been in a lot of pain for a number of years. In a way, I was relieved that she was no longer in pain. And it's beautiful because it recentered me and grounded me and gave me a whole new purpose to help women with their bodies and food. Yeah, no, I can really see that. I guess there's an added sort of impetus, isn't there? And motivation and understanding from losing your mom. Yeah, no, thank you. And I think, can you share a little bit about the nutritional part as well? Because I'm guessing for you, like you're saying that you were doing Weight Watchers and things before, but lost sight maybe of nutrition and taking care of yourself and you became sort of reacquainted with nutritional science and actually like nourishing yourself in a really helpful way. 
Yeah. And Harriet, I mean, you know, my complex relationship with food started as a child, which I'm sure many can relate to that, but we grew up in poverty that established this place in me of scarcity and lack thereof that launched that. So I never really knew necessarily how to nourish my body with nutrition because it was out of survival mode. We ate whatever was available and whatever we could afford. So the only nutritional foundation I had were all these diets and specifically Weight Watchers. So I had to undo a lot of these beliefs I had and really dive into what my body needed and what she would thrive on. And I have so many food books, Harriet. (laughs) It's crazy if you looked at my bookshelf. (laughs) So you're the right person to come to your house for dinner, are you? (laughs) Yes, yes. My husband loves to cook. So we're a good combo with that. (laughs) No, lovely. Oh, well, thank you, Sarah. So Merrick, can I ask you then, you said you came back from LA from the kind of fashion industry back to Texas, and then you sort of got in contact with Sarah, did you, in terms of maybe doing some partnership work? When I had come back from Los Angeles, I actually returned to Dallas to get a master's degree. And so my master's degree is in health promotion management. So I was still working full-time, getting my master's degree, and I had decided to reach out to Sarah to see if I also wanted to pursue a coaching certification. And I had seen that Sarah was a recovery coach. And so I literally just went into her little inquiry box and said, can we set up a time to chat? Do you mind if I ask you a little bit about this? We ended up having a really long chat. We got along right away. And Sarah helped me in that process of becoming a coach and getting that set up. That's how this whole partnership, more friendship, We really are great friends. That's how all of this sort of blossomed. Have you had a lifelong struggle with your weight and gone down the surgery route? Have you been caught in the diet cycle, losing and gaining the same weight repeatedly? And perhaps you pinned all of your hopes on bariatric surgery, but to only realize that head hunger, food noise and emotional eating have returned along with a fear of weight regain. You are not alone on the Gastric Mindset podcast. Safi shares real life stories from people who have had weight loss surgery and she interviews experts to help you understand the deep rooted psychological and behavioral aspects that make it achievable to find long term weight loss success. Safi is eight years post-op and a therapeutic practitioner who is passionate about making psychological support accessible to all. The Gastric Mindset podcast is out every Friday and can be found on all major podcast platforms. Yeah, no, how lovely. And I think wonderful that you really reached out to Sarah. And there was obviously a real kind of pull there, wasn't there? Like you kind of being really drawn to this kind of and seeing what Sarah was doing. And wonderful that you've got that kind of friendship slash mentorship together. Really, really special relationship. It is so special too. You know, Merit is a great, great at reaching out, but I knew from the moment I spoke to her and she knows this, but the moment I spoke to her, there was something very special about her doing this work now for almost seven years. Harriet, I'm one of the more seasoned coaches. I've been around for a while. I will oftentimes mentor and coach newer coaches. And I love doing that work as well. 
But Merit, there was something there that was so special that I'm like, I want to sew into her as much as I can to help her be successful. Now, she didn't need much, Harriet. <laughs> she didn't need much before she flew. And who would have guessed this like beautiful friendship that transcends age 20 years apart? It's like the yin and the yang. We work so well together and have such a love for each other. So it was special. I'm so glad she reached out. Oh, lovely. (laughs) I love hearing those kind of stories. I just know for myself, connections with certain humans in my life and like, particularly like I think that kind of female friendship, mentorship connection, it's something that's really special, isn't it? And I think when you find it, you really want to cherish it and appreciate it. (laughs) Absolutely. So Sarah, can I ask you then to tell me a little bit about kind of how you and Merit decided about developing the Conquering Bulimia course? Yes, well, we knew because of this budding friendship and that we had a shared story, we aligned on so many things, which is like little spices and flavors of some differences. We knew we wanted to do something together. We just didn't know what it was. Harriet, (laughs) one night we went to dinner together and we were just brainstorming basically ideas of what could we do together in a way that could just help more people. Because one of the challenges we have in our private practices is we only have so much time. We can only help so many people at one time. And Merit and I have a strong drive and desire to do more. So out of that, the course was born. And as it quickly evolved, we have both fully recovered from bulimia. We both didn't go necessarily the complete traditional route in recovery. And we also knew that out of all the eating disorders, bulimia, we see and believe, carries the most shame, Harriet, because of the compensatory behaviors of purging. And if you look on social media, if you look out there, it's just not talked about very much. Merritt and I decided this is what we're going to do. We're going to hold hands. We're going to figure out how to build a course. We're going after the big behemoth, bulimia, and we're not going to be afraid of it. So that was the start. I'll let Merritt pick it up from here of then what we did, but that's where the idea was born. Okay. Yeah, no, fantastic. And I think you're already right there, Sarah, actually. There is a sort of shortage of resources and information about bulimia. And I think there is a lot of shame, isn't there, because of the compensatory behaviors. It's not something that's talked about a lot. Like there's a lot about binge eating, perhaps, say, on Instagram or something, but much less about kind of the purging side. You're so right. You can see there's a lot about binge eating. There's also you can tell and just see that the restrictive components that are often related to orthorexia, anorexia, even when people don't acknowledge the restrictive components over exercise, that's all out there too. But if you go look for bulimia, if you go look for purging, you're not going to really find anything. And it's just been proven. Mira and I have had an uphill battle to climb and overcome with social media, not loving us saying bulimia, meaning the algorithms. (laughs) Mm -hmm. But we're overcoming all of that, Harriet, all of it. And it's exciting because we know we're pioneers in this and we're not afraid of it. Yeah, no, fantastic, actually. And I think, Sarah, just the language used and the way mental health is talked about, I think even like 
five, seven years ago, saying the word eating disorder out loud was quite taboo, wasn't it? Um, Yeah, I guess bulimia is still a bit in that category. But it's fantastic that you're pioneers on this road, because I think it's going to be more and more talked about, hopefully, isn't it in mainstream culture, and particularly with the work you and Merit are doing as well. You're kind of trailblazing, aren't you? We are. And Merit, you'll have to speak to, you just went to social media last week and talked about this. Like, we get it. We know there's a lot of shame and it just makes us more passionate. Mm -hmm. Yeah. What Sarah's referring to, I had jumped on my stories real quick and recorded a video of myself. And I was essentially telling my listeners, my audience, that anytime I post about bulimia, no one likes it. No one comments. No one wants to engage. And that's fair because I wouldn't have wanted to engage with a post like that either. I was really encouraging everyone. If you do have bulimia and there's something you want to talk about or something you want to say, but you don't want to write a comment on one of my posts, you're always welcome to DM me and we can have a more private conversation there. Yeah, I know. Fantastic merit. So you're just really sort of opening the door there to invite people to step forward and and begin to reduce the shame. So there's just so much shame, isn't there? Yeah, there is. There's so much shame. And like I said, I know when I was struggling with bulimia, it would have been nice to hear someone say, if you don't want to comment, if you don't want to share what you're going through your story, that's okay. You can always talk to someone privately about this. So Merit, would you like to continue on a bit with the story of conquering bulimia being developed? So you obviously kind of had this idea, you were kind of pooling your resources, realizing this was a kind of an uncharted territory in a way. And both of you guys had unconventional recovery experiences. So mm-hmm. what sort of happened next with developing the program? What happened next, we really dove all in. We bought professional recording equipment, cameras, microphones, and we sort of set up a little recording studio in Sarah's house. And from there, I mean, we spent an entire year recording over 70 videos with the lessons in the course. We knew there were certain things we wanted to talk about. We knew that there were different things that kind of spoke to our recovery. So we included bonus modules with our passions We dove all in. We talked about the course every single day, you know, via text, phone call, voice memo, whatever it was, and making Conquering Bulimia. I mean, it was our entire lives for a year, and it still is. And also finding the experts, too, that we wanted to interview that help people with bulimia recover every single day. That was a big part of it. Mm. And I'm really impressed, actually, like, I've got my own online course. And it takes a lot of time, doesn't it, Merit? Like, writing all the content, then recording it all. And yeah, (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) it takes a long time. And there is so much little technical stuff you have to learn, too. We've definitely been picking up new skills with this online course. Yeah, well, well done, guys. I just think (laughs) it's a big project, isn't it? But gosh, so worthwhile. Sarah, can I ask you to perhaps just talk us through a little bit sort of some of the modules for the course? Yes. So it was very important to us to address the whole self from mind, body, spirit, heart. It was very important to us to educate just about bulimia, the consequences of bulimia, 
Merritt and I did not want to sugarcoat anything. We wanted to be bold in how we spoke throughout the course, but also compassionate and understanding and sharing our own personal stories of our ability to relate when appropriate. Our course is really formatted into like a 10-week plan. However, we highly encourage everybody to go at their own pace. That's just the actual format of it. It can take you as long as you want. And what we've seen so far from people taking the course, when they do take their time with it, you can really get practice with incorporating the skills. We have introduced several assignments that are really our best coaching skills. Merit and I were so committed to what this course, we know not everybody can afford one-on-one coaching. This was also a way for us to give back and make the coaching experience, at least part of the coaching experience, available to many. A lot of the assignments and things we're teaching are our best coaching skills, our best coaching assignments. So that's all part of it. And then we have experts, as Merritt mentioned, and they really add a lot of value to our course, whether it is our therapist, our dietitian, or Carolyn Costin, or we have a group of people that all added their genius to help our students, those that are struggling, if you will, get the most out of it. We're very proud of it. And Harriet, when you create something like this and you put so much energy and effort in it, and Merit is not overstating when she says this has been our life and continues to be, but it's because we're so passionate about it. You can feel good, like, oh man, look at what we've done, look at what we've created. This is so good. But it's nothing like getting actual feedback from those taking the courses. And Harriet, we've had feedback that literally has brought Merit and I to tears because it's been unsolicited and people mm-hmm. telling us, for example, I have been in recovery for so long and had basically given up. I'm too old. I've been at this too long. This is just how it's going to be. For the first time, how you all speak of bulimia and teach, I actually find hope. I think things are changing. I'm not purging. And we're not asking for this. That's what's coming to us. And that's like the affirmation that you asked about the content. The content is holistic. It's about the whole self. It's about educating. Mm -hmm. It's our best coaching skills. But to know that it's really helping people, that's what it's all about. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's wonderful to hear, isn't it? Just hearing you both speak about it, I just think that you've coming with your stories. This is like a passion purpose project, isn't it? And there's all your heart and soul like invested in here. And like you're saying, in a way, it's like a year of like work and ongoing. You've invested so much. So it's wonderful to hear that people are already doing the course and getting great results. And I just think well done to both of you, because I think it's a huge piece of work, but I'm so glad that you're getting that kind of feedback and people are really benefiting already from it. Yeah, thank you so much. The feedback is incredible. Like Sarah said, it's brought us to tears and I'm not much of a crier, so that's hard to do. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny, Mary just said that because I am a crier. And so (laughs) when she gets teared up, I'm like, oh, I'm really losing it now. (laughs) (laughs) It's true. Merritt, can you share a little bit as well about the kind of the whole process of um, putting the course together. So did you find that you've got certain strengths and Sarah's got certain strengths and did that kind of all marry up nicely in that process? 
<laughs> yes, it did. <laughs> and I'm laughing while you say that because immediately I thought of the teleprompter. We had to buy a teleprompter for this course. And it's so funny because Sarah's speed and my speed were totally different because of the way we speak. And so that was the first thing that came to my mind. And did you guys have any strength in filming this? In terms okay, of play- so Merit, I have to jump in on the teleprompter real fast. Not only, <laughs> okay, jump in. <laughs> Harriet, not only did we have different speeds, but one of our differences is I'm much better at like, okay, I know my bullet points and I'm just going to go. I'm much better at kind of winging it being in the moment, like whatever wants to come out. I'm very animated. (laughs) And so following a teleprompter was challenging for me. I can't tell you how many times I'm like, oh, let's do it again because I get tongue tied or I would have a thought. So we laughed through it and Merritt was patient with me with the teleprompter, but it was just funny. (laughs) Who would have ever thought that would have happened? (laughs) Yeah. 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 No, how funny. So Merritt, is that one of you more of a perfectionist than the other? Or are you kind of both quite similar with like your quality standards? (laughs) I think we're both perfectionists in that respect. Yeah. In terms of the quality, yes. We are both definitely perfectionists that everything has to, everything about this course, the lighting, the audio, everything had to be perfect. Oh, yeah, yeah. And it's so interesting because I'm just thinking when I did my course, I'm really not a perfectionist. I do believe my course is good enough quality, do you know what I mean, to be putting out there. But I'm not the kind of person that would do like 10 takes. (laughs) I'm more like... (laughs) I did it. I said it. We're going with that one. (laughs) We like put some boundaries, unspoken boundaries. Like we would do in a couple takes and it'd be like, okay, that's good. That's good. So we both knew you asked about strengths before we even started this, before we even bought the equipment, Harriet, we actually had a conversation, didn't we, Merit, about our strengths? (laughs) We did. Yes. And it's like, we do have similar temperaments, like high achieving and perfectionism, which most people who struggle or have struggled with the eating disorder have those kind of traits. It's not uncommon, but they show up differently for Mara Mm. and me. (laughs) They show (laughs) up in different ways. So I tend to be highly organized, a little OCD, definitely very strategic. So I was really good about like, what's our mapping? What are all the names going to be like keeping us on a timeline and task lists and to-do lists. And that was all my vibe. And I love writing. So I would write a lot. Merit so much better at like the technical pieces, the visual pieces. So not to say that she's not organized and strategic and I'm not visual and technical. It was just, these were our overarching strengths and so we decided okay we're partners but we're friends first we're going to yield to each other in the ways we're strong so like when it came to visual and branding and all that I yielded to her and what she would present to me I'm like look it and then she would yield to me on mapping and organization and I think it not only fostered a great partnership. And this is still going on today, by the way, Harriet, in our launch and getting <laughs> the word out. And she would yield to me on certain things. So that's, it protected our partnership, but also what I'm trying to say is our friendship too. Yeah, no, sure. Well, it sounds like you kind of navigated through that like very, very smoothly, actually. It's just very natural, isn't it? I think like two people coming together and um, there's always going to be some little things that you have to kind of work around. And but it sounds like in a way you just really were complemented each other really well. And you've both been able to kind of thrive and flourish and I guess excel and display your strengths, haven't you, in your kind of partnership? Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. 
So Merrick, could you say a little bit as well about how your course is a bit different maybe from the more kind of conventional treatment? Because I know perhaps you're trying to target people as well that perhaps have tried more traditional routes and perhaps are looking for something a little bit different where they're not going to be in a group or they're not going to be in a therapy room. So you can just say a little bit more about that. Yeah. With bulimia, like we've talked about, there's so much shame and a lot of people struggling with bulimia are incredibly private. They would rather take a more independent approach to recovery. And that's not saying they shouldn't talk to a therapist or talk to a registered dietitian, but For a lot of people, this course could provide a really great jumpstart to their recovery. We wanted to think of what could help people who are struggling to get help. And immediately I thought of me in my college dorm room being able to do something like this course, whip open my laptop and do it for 15 minutes at a time if I wanted to and have something that was private. My roommate didn't know what I was working on. I just had my headphones in. And so I imagine a whole group of people that really fit that category of being in college or being in high school in your room and being able to take this course in private. And we also pictured this course for someone who maybe is in recovery, taking a more conventional method to recovery, working with a treatment team, but needing something a little bit extra. I also just think it's great to be able to hear our personal stories and be able to have that resource at your fingertips when you're needing a little something extra in recovery. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no, And so like Sarah said, too, with the feedback, we've had people who are 18 taking the course, late 50s taking the course. It's for everyone. It really is. There's no specific target demographic. I think there is when we started this course, we had age groups in mind, but now it's really expanded because it's for everybody. I mean, anyone can take this course and find healing. And Harriet, like when Merritt was talking about how she pictured early on herself sitting in her dorm room and doing the course, one thing that prevented me from getting recovery sooner is I felt like I had a lack of time. I had a thriving Mm -hmm. career and I had a young son. I'm like, how am I going to fit that in? And had there been something like this in my mid-20s when my world is super busy and I felt like I couldn't dedicate time to recovery, I would have done it it would have been a great resource. So we both visualized ourselves when we struggled, which was at a bit of a different time, a different life frame, if you will. And it fit both of us. Yeah, no, so helpful. I mean, it sounds like with the course, I think, as you're saying, in a way, there's, I think everybody that is struggling could benefit from it in some way, couldn't they? Whether you're in conventional treatment, whether you're not. But yeah, I love what sort of Merritt was saying in a way, like that whole idea of like when you're perhaps alone in your room, you're a student, maybe even if you just like logged on for 15 minutes. I just think there's incredible power in that, isn't it? That kind of like drip feeding of support and information and validation, feeling understood. I think incredibly helpful. Mm-hmm. We have one taking the course right now that has shared with us that she listens to it on her way to work in the morning. And each of the courses, they average what merit we did this before, like this is about 10 minutes, we'll say each of like the videos. So she tells us it's a great way to start my day. It puts me in the thought process of recovery and how I'm going to be active in my recovery that day. And then any assignments mm-hmm. she can do later on. So it really can fit nicely into a schedule, Harriet, as you're implying. Mm, yeah, I know. It makes so much sense, doesn't it? And I mean, I think of like, my life today and things that I'm working on just as an ongoing journey, isn't it? With all our personal development, just being able to like listen and touch base with something that is 
sort of nudging in the direction of the area you're trying to work on, being able to access a resource around something like audio that you're talking about there. That's incredibly helpful. Sounds fantastic. Merrick, can I ask you, where can people find out about the course? Yeah, so the course is www.conqueringbulimia.com. That's all they have to type into their browser. You can also find the course on my socials, Instagram, Sarah's Facebook. But really the best way to go to the course and learn more about it is just the website. And we also have a blog as well. We even have an inside look page. So a separate page just dedicated to a clip that's a few minutes where I actually walk you through the course and what it looks like once you're inside it. That's the best way to check it out is go to the website. And now is the perfect time because we officially have a huge discount going on that will last only until the end of December. So for anyone interested in the course over the next month, this is really the best time to buy because you will get it for a crazy discount. Okay, well, fantastic. I mean, that sounds amazing. And I will definitely make sure the link to that is in the show notes. I think a great time of year to buy, isn't it? Because I think Christmas can be such a difficult time, can't it, for people when you're struggling with an eating disorder, particularly bulimia? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, the holidays are, I think, extremely hard in recovery. So being able to have something like this resource while you're maybe at home visiting family, but you want to stay in a recovery-focused mindset, this is a really great resource. Yeah, no, fantastic. And Sarah, did you want to add anything to that last little bit of promoting the course? I think Merritt said it best. Now is the time. I mean, we ambition to help as many people as possible in 2023 with hope and inspiration and tools that really work in recovery from bulimia and start their year knowing that they can break free of these chains and truly live in peace and freedom that they deserve. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fantastic. And- For people that might be a little bit unsure, want to get a better feel for Sarah and I and the way we talk in the course, we actually have a video they can download and that's our top three ways to stop purging. So for anyone in the binge purge cycle looking for our top three ways, that's another great resource and it allows them to get a feel for kind of who we are too, the way we communicate. And they can find that, Harriet, like if they go to conqueringbulimia.com, there's going to be a pop-up where they can quickly access that free video that Merritt's talking about to get a feel of us and get some tips on Stop Purging. Yeah, no, sounds fantastic. I think it's lovely, isn't it, when people can have a little bit of a taste. Yes, that's amazing. I will definitely make sure the link is in the show notes. Okay, both of you, well, Merritt and Sarah, I'd like to just thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. It's just wonderful to hear that you've both overcome bulimia, you're out the other side, you've come together, you've created this passion project, and you're already helping people. And I know that you're going to be helping so many more. Thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I really appreciate it. Oh, thank you so much, Harriet. It was lovely being here and meeting you and talking to you about the course. Yes, lovely, lovely. I reiterate everything Merit just said. Thank you for having us. Thank you. So I hope you enjoyed this conversation just as much as I did. And if you want to find out about the Conquering Bulimia online recovery course, please go to the link in the show notes. If you're not following me already on Instagram, do seek me out the eating disorder therapist underscore. And for further support with your relationship with food, do go to the eating disorder therapist.co.uk. And if you enjoy this podcast, I would be so grateful if you would follow, rate and review as it helps it reach so many more listeners. 
Thank you so much for listening today. And I look forward to sharing another podcast episode with you very soon. Mm -hmm.